Hello, everyone, and welcome to the VTEX Earnings Conference Call for the quarter ended September 30, 2023. I'm Julia Barrett Fernandez, Investor Relations Director for VTEX. Our senior executive presenting today are Geraldo Thomas Jr., founder and co-CEO, and Ricardo Camata Sodre, Chief Financial Officer. Additionally, Mariano Gomide de Faria, founder and co-CEO, and Andres Polidoro, Chief Strategy Officer, will be available during today's Q&A session. I would like to remind you that management may make forward-looking statements relating to such matters as continued growth prospects for the company, industry trends, and product and technology initiatives. These statements are based on currently available information and our current assumptions, expectations, and projections about future events. While we believe that our assumptions, expectations, and projections are reasonable in view of the current available information, you are cautioned not to place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements. Certain risks and uncertainties are described under risk factors and forward-looking statement sections of BTEX Form 20F for the year ended December 31, 2022, and other BTEX filings within the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, which are available on our Investor Relations website. Finally, I would like to remind you that during the course of this call, first call, we might discuss some non-GAAP measures. A reconciliation of those measures to the nearest comparable GAAP measures can be found in our third quarter 2023 earnings press release available on our Investor Relations website. Now, let me turn the call over to Geraldo. Geraldo, the floor is yours. Thank you, Julia. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for joining our third quarter 2023 earnings conference call. I'm pleased to announce that VTEX delivered another quarter of strong results. We achieved a 35% year-over-year growth in GMV, driven by the resilience of the same source sales of our existing customers and the successful go-lives of new stores. On the latter, despite the ongoing uncertainty in the macroeconomic environment, we're pleased to continue to see a stabilization of the ramp-up period and the implementation times, which, as mentioned before, also contributes to our robust performance. Turning briefly to our financial results, as Ricardo will delve into it later, I'd like to highlight two points. First, we've surpassed our revenue projections, reaching $50.6 million this quarter and a 31% growth year-over-year. Second, we achieved our break-even targets from a non-GAAP operating income and free cash flow basis one quarter before our expectations. This is a clear testament of our focus on growth and the power and scalability of our team. Efficiency is ingrained in our DNA, amplifying our results and bringing us closer to becoming the backbone for commerce. Additionally, we delivered a 36% year-over-year gross profit growth and held expenses steady while accelerating our growth under uncertain macro, demonstrating our business model resiliency and operational leverage. Now, let's go into some operational updates. In key three, we added several new customers that migrated from other platforms, including Naldo in Argentina, Aiva Presolandia and PicPay B2B in Brazil, Hanwell in Canada, ICB Food in Chile, Cupidragas, Brica, Eurosuper and Matelsa in Colombia, VNA and Pharmaciel in Mexico, 
and beauty counter and pierce manufacturing B2B in the U.S. In addition to attracting new customers, we also focus on strengthening our relationship with existing customers, actively supporting their growth initiatives. During the third quarter, several premier brands and retailers chose to expand their operations with us by opening new online stores and further integrating with us. This includes Calvin Klein, who added a new store in Ecuador, now operating in nine countries in Latin America. Pharmacity, who added its simplicity brands in Argentina, now operating with three stores in Argentina and one in Uruguay. Kibok, who added a store in Panama, now operating in six countries in, in Latin America. And Whirlpool, who added its KitchenAid brand in Austria, Denmark, Finland, France, the UK, and Italy, now operating in Latin America, EMEA, and APEC. We're excited to provide an update on one of the new customers' wins we shared during our investor day. Beauty Counter, a Carlyle portfolio company, successfully migrated from its legacy platform to VTech. This migration enabled the consolidation of all their channels into a unified commerce experience. VTech, globally recognized as the number one unified commerce platform provided by Gartner, has demonstrated its ability to launch large and complex projects in the U.S. This accomplishment represented significant milestones in our global expansion journey, and we are committed to a partnership with Beauty Counter. Furthermore, in addition to the new customer acquisition and the existing customers expanding the operation with us, two significant events this quarter underscore our progress in solidifying our position at the Global Enterprise Digital Commerce Platform, where forward-thinking CEOs and CIOs smart enough their investment. The success of our of Vitex Connect Latin in Mexico and our inclusion in the 2023 Gartner Magic Quadrant for Digital Commerce. We saw remarkable growth at our second Vitex Connect Latin in Mexico expanding from over 3,000 to over 7,000 participants. The impressive success of Vitex Connect in Mexico demonstrates our opportunity to continue expanding LATAM, especially in Mexico. The event features 60-plus global e-commerce experts and success stories from Vitex customers like Arcor, Dior, Levi, Reebok, and Samsung. We also introduced AI-driven improvements focused on customer experience and operation efficiency, such as AI in live shopping, which automates product recognition during live streams, eliminating the need for a production team. AI for the intelligent search to personalize customer experience and boost conversion rates. And AI in pick and pack which enhances fulfillment efficiency, adapting to demand fluctuations for precise resource allocation. On the industry experts recognition front, 
The text was named a visionary in the 2023 Gartner Magic Quadrant for digital commerce for its ability to execute and completeness of vision. The text was also ranked second for the following use cases, B2C digital commerce, B2C and B2B digital commerce on the same platform and complex business models. Additionally, Vitex was the top-rated digital commerce platform by Gartner Peer Insights over the last 12 months. We are both humble and excited about the recognition, underscoring our commitment to helping enterprises achieve agility and cost-effectiveness by choosing the best components for their business. Continue our commitment to fostering our ecosystem and offering our customers the most comprehensive solutions, we're thrilled to announce two partnerships that have materialized this quarter. First, we're partnering with Cielo, a leading name in payment solutions in Brazil. Their expertise in accrediting establishment for card payments and PICS will expand our payment offering, ensuring our customers access robust solutions in the Brazilian market. Additionally, we've joined forces with PayU, extending our reach across Latin America. These partnerships cover Brazil and all Latin countries, offering a comprehensive payment ecosystem with diverse options, including credit cards and alternative methods like PSA in Colombia. Our mission is to create a seamless payment experience to our customers in the region. These partnerships showcase our dedication to delivering top-tier solutions and enhancing the customer experience. Now, before leaving the stage to Ricardo, I would like to share a couple of success cases from our customers that demonstrate the tangible impact and potential of our platform. At the core of our organization, our customers are in the spotlight, and their success will always remain our focus. The Foskini Group, a leading South African retailer with a diverse portfolio of 26 brands, successfully transformed its commerce landscape by partnering with Vitex. They launched the innovative Bash Marketplace consolidating 18 brands into one while retaining the flexibility for each brand to customize its marketplace. Since the platform launched, there has been a remarkable 73% increase in multi-brand orders, showcasing the effectiveness of the marketplace and a surge in app sales, accounting for over 35% of total online sales within just two months. Its conversion rate surpasses both mobile web and desktop by over 200% and 80% respectively. Furthermore, TFG achieved a remarkable 33% improvement in page load speed, contributing to enhanced user experience. Sorte Online, a leading Brazilian lottery intermediation platform, shows the VTEX headless solution to meet their unique business needs. 
this decision aimed to enhance their go-to-market strategy, focus on flexibility, experimentation, and improved availability. After migrating to Zitech, Touch Online saw significant conversion rate improvements across multiple channels, thanks to reduced latency and Zitech's scalability, enabling seamless management of high traffic without downtime. A U.S. aftermarket vendor partnered with Vitex to enhance their B2B online experience, improve customers' interactions, and optimize product tracking. By seamlessly integrating Vitex with the ERP system, they achieved efficient data exchanges and utilized a unified B2B commerce platform, enhancing both sales operations and buying experiences. Vitek's data redundancy and an extensive product catalog allowed customized dealer experience without extensive development. This adaptability combined with Vitek's platform flexibility underscores the transformative power of modern digital commerce in delivering seamless and enhanced customer experiences. Now do an Argentine retail brand specializing in appliances, electronics, and beauty products with a presence in 14 states and over 70 physical stores, chose the Vitex platform to manage its extensive range of SKUs in the marketplace efficiently. Naldo has implemented payment and promotion features and logistics integrations with third parties, enhancing their ability to seize sales opportunity and improve their customer experience. Pharmacondi, a major Brazilian chain with numerous physical stores, partnered with Vitex to implement omnichannel capabilities. They integrated over 160 of their stores with Vitex, harnessing regionalization, intelligent search, and third-party solutions from the Vitex ecosystem, like Mercado Pago and Google Analytics, for enhanced customer experiences, and business performance monitoring. Sergio K, a premium man fashion brand in Brazil with 11 physical stores and 200 points of sales, chose Vitex composable architecture for the digital commerce platform. They implemented features like the wish list using Vitex.io to enhance the customer experience. Sergio K also leverages Vitex shipping network for efficient delivery and integrate with Google Analytics for user-friendly sales data visualization. This integrated solution significantly improved performance, results in a 7x increase in order conversion rate, a 25% boost in average order value, and a 60% reduction in shipping costs. A global clothing and accessories retailer operating in 39 countries through 11 online stores and 10 marketplaces, recently adopted an innovative approach. They integrated Vitex headless CMS with an app that directly retrieves content and seamlessly integrates into the store framework using native components. This implementation empowers them to customize and oversee web page content effortlessly. 
as they can easily define structure and reposition sections. They improve the performance by reducing errors and safeguarding against content loss. Pagimenos, a leading player in pharmaceutical retail, swiftly integrated Astra Pharma into the digital ecosystem using Vitex.io store framework. In just 29 days, this strategy integration led to remarkable results. A substantial increase in sales, a 200% boost in conversion rates, significant audience growth, and reduced operational costs, enhancing the financial efficiency of the Pagmanus Group while uniting both stores seamlessly. This quarter, we achieved significant success with our live shopping solution. Notably, Pat Bull, in collaboration with Vitex, hosted a live shopping event during New York Fashion Week, becoming the sole Brazilian brand to do so. The results were outstanding, with Patibol experiencing a remarkable 300% sales increase and a 125% boost in orders, and a remarkable 79% rise in average order value. This event underscores the growing preeminence and effectiveness of live shopping as a dynamic sales channel. Additionally, at Vitex Connect Latam, live shopping took center stage, hosting seven 40-minute events from customers such as KitchenAid, which experienced a remarkable 152% sales spike in their events. In Argentina, Tau Store, did an event at the most relevant night city show, attracting over 75,000 viewers and achieving a 700% sales boost compared to the previous month. To conclude this session, I would like to express my gratitude to our 1,276 VTEX employees dedicated to making our declared future a reality and to our customers, partners, and investors. I will now hand the call over to Ricardo to discuss our financial performance for the quarter. Thank you, Geraldo. Hi, everyone. I'm pleased to share VTEC's Q3 2023 financial results with you. In the nine months of 2023, our performance was consistently strong, surpassing expectations and resulting in positive free cash flow one quarter ahead of schedule. Our Q3 GMV grew by 35% in U.S. dollars and 28% on an FX neutral basis, with Q3 revenue reaching $50.6 million, or 31% year-over-year growth in U.S. dollars and 25% on an FX neutral basis. Our existing customers remain resilient, and new customers exceeded our expectations with faster-than-expected go-lives. In Q3 2023, our subscription revenue hit $47.5 million, marking a solid 30% year-over-year growth in U.S. dollars, while services revenue climbed from $2.2 million to $3.1 million, largely due to new project implementations. In Q3 2023, our subscription gross margin continued to increase. Non-GAAP subscription gross profit rose to $36.2 million from $26.9 million in Q3 2022, a 35% increase year-over-year, 
with the margin at 76.2% compared to 75.3% last quarter and 73.8% in Q3 2022. The 247 BIPs year-over-year margin increase reflects our commitment towards efficiency and customer success. The margin increase resulted mainly from optimizing our hosting costs and architecture. We are excited about the progress and remain dedicated to delivering further margin improvements in the future. Now, our overall non-GAAP gross profit rose to $35.8 million from $26.3 million in Q3 2022, a 36% increase year-over-year with the margin at 70.7% compared to 68.0% in Q3 2022. This achievement was driven by hosting improvements that I just mentioned and an improvement in our services gross margin in the quarter as we started dialing back on the hypercare mode for Q new customers in US and Europe. In Q3 2023, our non-GAAP total operating expenses stood at $34.1 million remaining steady compared to our previous quarter. Therefore, our expenses as a percentage of our revenues significantly improved from 83% in Q3 2022 and 71% last quarter to 67% in Q3 2023, demonstrating our commitment towards efficient expense management while also accelerating our business under uncertain macro conditions. In Q3 2023, we achieved positive non-GAAP operating income a quarter earlier than expected. Our Q3 2023 non-GAAP operating margin reached a positive 3.4% compared to a negative 15.5% margin on the same quarter last year. The significant 19 percentage points year-over-year increase was exclusively driven by revenue growth and gross margin improvements as non-GAAP total operating expenses actually is slightly increased year over year. Furthermore, we saw a solid 6.1 percentage points improvement in our non-GAAP operating income margin on a quarter-over-quarter -quarter basis. These trends underscore our commitment to profitable growth, subscription cost efficiencies, and stable expenses aligned with market demand and sales efficiency demonstrating our dedication to strengthening financial performance while sustaining high revenue growth. We are delighted to announce that for the three months ending on September 30, 2023, VTEX achieved a positive free cash flow of $2.7 million. This is a significant improvement from the negative free cash flow of $3.3 million reported in the previous quarter and the corresponding quarter of the previous year. Our positive non-GAAP operating income and improvements in our payables and collection efforts primarily drove this free cash flow result. Before I move to the outlook for Q3 and fiscal year 2023, I would like to update you on our share repurchase program. As of September 30, 2023, the remaining balance under the current authorization was nearly $10.1 million. We've purchased 1.9 million shares at an average price of $5.53 per share. Considering the previous plan that concluded on August 8, 2023, the total repurchase shares amounted to 9.0 million shares, with an average price of $4.16 per share and a total cost of $37.9 million. As we look to the future, 
We are thrilled about Vitex's remarkable adaptability and resilience. Regardless of market conditions and their inherent volatility, Vitex has consistently surpassed market expectations while delivering strong long-term performance metrics. For the fourth quarter of 2023, we are currently targeting revenue in the 55.0 to $57.0 million range, implying a year-over-year growth of 22% on a FX-neutral basis in the middle of the range. For the full year 2023, considering the current performance of the company, we are increasing the bottom and the top of the range, now targeting the full year trend between 22 to 23% on FX-neutral year-over-year basis implying a range of $196 to $198 million based on October average FX rate and assuming a devaluation of the Argentina's currency aligned with the market futures rates. As we continue executing our profitable growth plans, we anticipate year-over-year improvements in the non-GAAP operating income margin quarter 2023. We hold strong confidence in VTAC's distinctive value proposition centered on empowering our customers to achieve profitability and sustainable growth by reducing their total costs of ownership and simplifying their commerce infrastructure. Our commitment to incorporating fiscal stores as the centerpiece of the omnichannel experience position us to provide the rapid growth and profitability our customers aspire to. We'll continue to work towards building outstanding success cases with our customers, offering innovative solutions and seizing opportunities to ensure long-lasting success for our dedicated employees, value customers, innovative partners, and long-term investors. The future is filled with exciting prospects that we are eager to pursue. With that, let's open it up for questions now. Thank you. If you would like to ask a question, simply press star 1 on your telephone keypad. We'll pause for just a moment to compile the Q&A roster. Our first question will come from the line of Marcelo Santos with J.P. Morgan. Please go ahead. Hi, good evening. Thanks for the opportunity uh, to make questions. I have two. Uh, the first is, if you could comment, what were the main countries that posted a positive surprise and allowed uh, the tax to, to beat the original guidance? So just wanted to see where the, where the surprise came more from. And uh, the second question is more about the service margin. Uh, it was negative, but it was one of the, let's say, uh, lowest negative margin that you ever uh, print, at, at least uh, that we have history uh, as a reported company, as a, as a listed company. Uh, what's the dynamics in there? Uh, why is it so low now? And is, is there some change in the way you do the services? So if you could comment on that, I would be glad. Thank you. Hi, Marcelo. Thanks for the question. Great questions. Uh, so I'll, I'll take this one, Ricardo Sodra here. Uh, so on the overperformance uh, versus uh, the guidance, uh, in Q3 2023, our robust performance can be attributed to uh, multiple factors, uh, with new customers' additions playing a significant role, uh, both coming from new ACV signings and the go-live of ACVs that were uh, signed in previous quarters. Uh, on the latter, uh, we continue to observe a promising trend in regards to the stabilization of our sale and implementation cycle, which had a positive impact in our results. Uh, also, on existing 
customer base, same for sales, uh, we continue to see, you know, growth in the, in the teens level, uh, outperforming the market and slightly above our internal expectations, uh, for Q3. Uh, and, and on the country specific, uh, as you ask, we continue to see a robust performance across the board. Uh, Brazil performed pretty well, uh, in Q3. Uh, and we also saw the, the global uh, U.S. and Europe uh, outperforming the overall uh, uh, company. Uh, as you know, uh, we provide more detailed uh, numbers on the uh, geographic breakdown on an annual basis. So when we publish uh, Q4 uh, in next quarter, we can you know, give more details on the geographic uh, uh, breakdown. Uh, and... And looking forward, you know, we, we acknowledge the potential impact of an uncertain macro scenario uh, on the same source sales of uh, existing customers and the sales cycle uh, for new customers. Uh, nevertheless, our competitive position remains uh, strong, and we are focused on delivering value and enabling growth uh, for our customers. And with a pipeline of uh, promising projects implementation and favorable trends uh, in sales cycle stabilization, we are uh, pretty confident in the sustainable uh, growth trajectory that we have. Uh, on the second question on the services gross margin, uh, as mentioned in the prepared remarks, uh, we are gradually evolving uh, the hyper care mode for project implementation for new customers in US and Europe for a more ongoing regular mode. Uh, so just to, to recap, uh, the hypercare mode is how we call our deliberate commercial decision uh, to closely support the implementation of relevant new customers uh, in U.S. and Europe to ensure their successful go lives. And as a result of this strategic move, we were able to create strong relationships with flagship uh, signed customers, ensuring a high-quality integration and onboarding experience uh, and advancing our expansion uh, into these new geos with reputational cases. And also with the hypercare, uh, we can more actively guide our customers into the vision uh, of commerce that we believe in. Uh, at that time, we committed that this decision was going to impact our services gross margin in the short term, uh, but uh, that this was going to position us better in these new regions uh, in the medium to long term. And in Q3, as a demonstration of that, uh, we had the go live of the B2C uh, of Beauty Counter, as you can see in beautycounter.com and also the B2B of Pierce Manufacturing and Oshkosh Company. Uh, and we have a relevant pipeline of co-lives to come over the next two quarters as well. Uh, and we are encouraged to see the improvement in services gross margin after the go-live of these uh, new customers. Uh, now, we, we still have uh, all the relevant global customers under implementation, and some services gross margin volatility is natural in our business. But looking further out, uh, we expect gross margin to continue improving. Perfect. Great Thank you very much. Our next question will come from the line of Maddie Scratch with KeyBank Capital Markets. Please go ahead. Hey, guys, and thanks for taking my question today. I was wondering if you guys could talk a bit about if you're seeing any price sensitivity when it comes to merchants or even the customer base, and if you could comment on what you're seeing top of funnel. Um, and secondly, I'm wondering if you guys could comment on what you're seeing in terms of seasonal spend that we've seen so far in 4Q between October and now November. Thanks.
Hi, Mariano here. Um, on the on the price, um, I can I can tell you that the, in, the high interest rate is bringing a tough environment for all the retailers all over the world. And uh, of course, the retailers are now uh, looking for a more efficient solutions. So we we see this as an opportunity. Vitex um, positioning as a complete and composable platform, allowing customers to be very lean and fast when they need it but also compose and be custom uh, when they want it. So in terms of price, we see a mood bringing a, the discussion of the TCO of a commerce platform as something that was not in the table, and now it is. But we see this as a huge opportunity for us as well. On the second, uh, I, will, I will invite uh, uh, Sodre to answer. Yep. Yep, happy happy to, uh, Mariano. So, Maddie, regarding the the holiday season, what, how how we are seeing it? Uh, so, we continue to see uncertainty in the micro macro environment, uh, which makes it challenging to have clear visibility into the holiday season. Uh, last year, we observed a shift in the seasonality a bit, with sales spreading out all over November instead of concentrating around the typical Black Friday uh, event or week. Uh, and there is, you know, currently conflicting information regarding holiday season expectations. Uh, so we are approaching predictions uh, for sales cautiously. Uh, consumer appear to be eager to make holiday purchases, uh, but they seem to be seeking significant discounts before committing to, to buying. Uh, and on the retailer side, uh, it remains uncertain to which extent they can afford to sacrifice margins to offer substantial discounts and boost sales. Uh, so as a result, uh, we are closely monitoring uh, both the, the end consumer and our customers' activity to assist the, the latter in performing well during the holiday season. And most importantly, uh, we've taken steps to ensure our customers can entirely rely on our platform during this uh, critical time uh, of the year. Super helpful. Thanks, guys, and congrats on the quarter. Again, for any questions, simply press star 1 on your telephone keypad, and your next question will come from the line of Leonardo Olmos with UBS. Please go ahead. Hello. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, we, we can, can hear you. you. Yes, yes, no, no. yes, we can Sorry, hear you. So can you. Yeah, I was on the webcast, so I was a bit delayed. So can you discuss a little bit the uh, the product approach? So if you can talk, can talk a little bit about B2B in Brazil, how has that been evolving in all the product launches that you have uh, in the in the Q3? How, how is that being accepted by 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 the market in Brazil. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Leonardo. So, so first of all, B two B it seems uh, it's uh, it's uh, appearing as a very appealing offer uh, at Vitex. Uh, it's not restrained constrained to Brazil. Uh, you you know you just saw the announcement that we announced that peak pay B two B as as a go live, and but but you know Brazil is accelerating the sales of, of B2B a lot, but not only Brazil, Latin America, US, we are we're selling B2B scenarios everywhere. And and the beauty of a platform as you if you saw uh, you know the Gartner reports, the critical capability reports, uh, we are the number two platform in B2C 
B2C and B2B in the same platform. This creates a big advantage for our customers because they can they can deal with one single control panel for both channels. And this also creates a big advantage for us as a product because we don't redo a lot of the core things that we need to have in both scenarios. So B2B for us is some specialization that we develop in some modules that we test so that it works nicely with B2B. Uh, we, B2B also is very customizable. So we have like a, a customer called Pierce Manufacturing in the US launching a B2B operation with us. And this case is, you know, you can see that we have the inventory of all the, the sales that Pierce Manufacturing did in the past. Uh, for the parts of each uh, truck that they sold, and all it's customized in our platform. So B2B is actually a specialization of our e-commerce platform, and we are investing a significant amount of energy uh, specializing even more on modules with features just like, like uh, buying organizations, capacity to customize with master data, uh, there's several things that we are doing to be more competitive, but we, we're very competitive still already. Thank you. And uh, another uh, question: Can you can you discuss a little bit the the market in Argentina? We've been uh, talking so much about political, but can you talk about the retail market and how how are seeing things for year end? Thank you. Uh, hello, Ricardo here. Happy to take uh, on on Argentina. So on the overall retail market, uh, I think there was some uh, news uh, in the, the local newspapers uh, in Brazil talking about how consumers are purchasing, uh, accelerating their purchases in Argentina. So we see we see some of that happening. Uh, but more broadly uh, regarding the, the country, uh, we are you know closely monitoring the situation in Argentina and the uncertainties uh, surrounding this year's election. Uh, Argentina represents roughly 10% of all revenue, and while we are you know we have successfully navigated changing political and economic conditions in Argentina over the years, we we are aware of the challenges and complexities that come with operating in this market. And as mentioned in the earnings release uh, for our Q4 guidance, uh, we are assuming that the Argentine peso will devalue in line with the FX uh, market futures, uh, losing roughly half of its value in December. Uh, so considering that uh, we have part of our revenue in Argentina U.S. dollars, this level of FX devaluation would result in a revenue impact of high single digit roughly uh, million dollars uh, in, in 2024, and only half of that would flow through to operating income. Uh, therefore, it's a, it's a one-off and pretty small impact on our overall business. Uh, and having said that, we are confident that despite this potential headwind, VTEC should continue to improve its operating margin and maintain an attractive uh, FX neutral growth rate. As we are very well positioned in the country, we have a strong competitive position in Argentina, and the underlying uh, growth of the, the country over the years could be attractive for us. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you very much, and sorry for my background noise. Have a good evening, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks, Lau. Your next.
Your next question will come from the line of Franco Guranda with DA Davidson. Please go ahead. Hi, yeah, good afternoon. Thank you for taking our questions and, and congrats on the, the solid quarter here. Um, I was hoping you could share some statistics with us to highlight or maybe to better characterize the performance of some of the recent product introductions, namely the ones that you talked about back in June at VTEX uh, Day. Thanks. Happy to do that. Uh, Mariano can compliment me if necessary. So we are we're very excited with with developing capabilities to empower the the workforce of our customers. Uh, live shopping is one of them. Uh, the, the the personal shopper is another one. The sales app. Uh, all these keep deliver the the functionality of delivering from store also gives more roles to the salesperson inside the physical stores. These are things that we're very excited with, and and it's very aligned with the broad range of customers that we serve. Uh, uh, there's a lot of our customers that can benefit from delivery from store, from integrating the stores, the salespeople, the salesperson into the digital experience. Uh, this is also very powerful for B2B scenarios as well, when when you have salespeople uh, serving and helping uh, the sales of the manufacturer uh, that is doing the B2B business. So this is something that we're very excited. Uh, we, uh, on this topic, there's also the pick and pack capability that it's a tool that enables streamlining of the process of delivering from store. Uh, you know, like there's no similar tool in the market for, for to streamline such a process. Uh, we are developing some capabilities on top of AI. This naturally, this, there's the natural paths for this, which is a search, a recommendation. Uh, this is, these are all uh, AI uh, uh, aid uh, features that we are developing even more. Uh, but we're not doing only that. Uh, our new, all, all these new tools that I just mentioned to you, they are all, they have also AI capabilities embedded on that. Because we're very excited with these uh, with these capabilities, Vitex uh, is also uh, very uh, committed in delivering security capabilities to our customers, privacy compliance. These are also something that we're very excited to deliver to our customers, so that they can rely on a robust platform that that is elastic and secure, so we can process the their data and, and keep the data as, as safely as possible. Great. No, thanks, thanks for the, for the uh, detailed answer there. Uh, and I, I was hoping to also get an, an, or get an update in regards to some of the, the new customers that you talked about during your analyst day. Uh, you did give us a, a few on those, but um, any, any updates on, on Casino and, and what they're doing there, how their expansion is going, and uh, whether they're planning to expand across the entire company in France? Thanks. Yeah, happy to get this uh, as well. In uh, in our investor day, we we disclaim uh, Hearst and Casino. Uh, the implementation with Hearst is uh, advancing well and uh, and as a schedule. 
So we expect to provide a further update soon. As you know, we disclaim our clients when when they go live. That's the the line that we chose uh, to communicate our company. Casino is undergoing a, a big change. It's a change in control, a huge reorg. So it's a situation that adds meaningful challenges. Uh, and we keep uh, you updated uh, if there is any relevant developments on that. Uh, and now uh, it's uh, worth mentioning that implementation timelines can be lengthy, in, which is uh, why we decided to review new customer names only upon their successful go live. Um, I know that sometimes uh, you become anxious, uh, but um, we believe that's uh, how we're going to generate more value for the long term of the company. So we want to reinforce that the go-live basis will be our standard practicing and communicating new clients uh, just to manage expectations. Thank you so much for the questions. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, th uh, thank you. Uh, and a very brief follow-up on that. Um, maybe if you could speak to the sales cycles, uh, the, the timing of those, quarter to quarter, and then year over year, if possible. Thanks again. Hi, Franco. Ricardo here. Yeah, happy to. So as we mentioned uh, this quarter, and uh, we, we also mentioned uh, last quarter, we are seeing an encouraging stabilization uh, of the, the sales cycles. Uh, they are not back to their historical average, uh, but we are not seeing them worsening, and they, they have been they have shown a, a slightly improvement uh, quarter over quarter. Uh, now on a year over year uh, basis, I would say it's uh, it, it's more uh, stable as we saw sales cycle uh, deteriorating uh, along last year, right? So we starting like in April. Uh, until towards uh, at the end of the year, it was the, when we saw most of the movement. Uh, so, so it's it's encouraging to see this stabilization, to slight improvement in the in the sales cycle. And when we say sales cycle, we are thinking about not only the time it takes to negotiate the contract and sign the contract with the customer, but also the time it takes to implement uh, the software and the customer to go live. And then the, the initial ramp up of uh, of a new customer. So we're thinking about this whole uh, cycle. Appreciate the call. Thanks. And there are no further questions at this time. With that, I'll turn the call back over to Geraldo for any closing remarks. Vitex is entering an exciting phase, reaping the initial rewards of our global expansion investments. We've shown consistent execution and financial results, reaching great giving and generating cash a quarter ahead of schedule. Our solid quarter, marked by sustainable gross margin improvements and expense discipline, demonstrates the success of our business model even in uncertain macro conditions. We serve a multitude of models and customers' touch points, from B2C, B2B, B2B2C to physical stores and marketplaces, including live shopping and conversational commerce, among others. Vitex is becoming the platform of choice for forward-thinking leaders, and this is just the beginning. Thanks for, to our customers, partners, investors, and our dedicated team who make it all possible. We look forward to keep you updated at our next earnings call. Have a wonderful week. That will conclude today's meeting. You may now disconnect.